to another episode of Stranger Brews. As always with me, my co-host, Josh Nelson. There you go. Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, I am very excited, Josh. Very excited. We have my buddy Ed from the Rogue One Army here with us tonight. How are you, Ed? Hey, hey, I'm I'm great. It's an honor to be on here with you guys. Now, 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 Ed, we know you have a podcast too. Now, can (laughs) you tell us what podcast you're with, my friend? Uh, It's called the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. But you guys are anything. You guys are anything but scruffy looking, by the way. I don't know. It does. What's your definition of scruffy looking? I don't know. You guys like. I mean, I met you at celebration. You're. Fit and chiseled and Dallas, you're pretty scruffy looking. I think I'm, I would say me, man. <laughs> you have, have you seen I a think... picture of me recently? I have like you know fucking almost easy top beard now, bro. He looks like a gnome. <laughs> Shut the I, fuck up, Josh. I think we were sitting there and we were like we'd gone through that night of staying up all night. In God, that, that line. was fun. That was and fun. we're like we smell, we look like shit, and we're like, hey. We're scruffy looking. <laughs> you guys were then, man. <laughs> you know what the best part of that night was? All the the uh, lightsaber duels happening at uh, f- like five in the morning. It was fantastic. I yeah, really by it. the way, you know what's criminal? Josh was there and he wouldn't come say hi to us. Cause I, I was, was going to say, I, you were there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, was can like... you believe that shit? <laughs> this guy sounds like the best fucking Tarkin impersonator ever. And he nah. didn't want to come say hi. He got starstruck. Yeah, I, well, I didn't want to bother you guys. I didn't want to be Fuck, one of those, dude, like, we would have oh totally... Oh, my God! I'd have like, whoa, what? What's up, man? It's the bad motivators. <laughs> Just got to drink, like, like, three beers and then walk up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I did to Sal Perales. <laughs> dude, he, like, appeared and disappeared at that, that party thing that MSW put on. I did not get to talk to him. I dude, saw him, and then, like, he was gone. Dude, okay, here's the thing I noticed about Sal. Like, his presence, like, you see that movie Ninja Assassin? Yeah. Fuck, it. man, that was Sal. Like, he was witty, he was murdering with his wit, and then he gets out and comes back in, you're like, what the fuck <laughs> you go? Wait, how'd he come back? Dude, it's because he is a ninja. I think so, man. Total ninja. He actually ninja. is. <laughs> Total Jim. ninja. Well... I'm sure everybody wants to hear about Star Wars Celebration on a craft beer show. There's a reason we have Ed on with us tonight. Ed, what is your favorite craft beer? And also, tell us where you live and tell us about that craft beer, my friend. Yeah, actually, I I can just start from the beginning. I got into craft beer after college when I started making money. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I started out with Brown's. Brown ales. Yeah. And then I kind of moved to IPAs, like West Coast, malty, really bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, moved to Sours. A buddy of mine turned me on to some, I think it was Jolly Pumpkin Sours. And I was like iffy on it at first because it's kind of an acquired taste. You know, like at first, if you have never had it before, you're like, eh, I'm not sure I like this stuff. It's kind of a little too much. 
But uh, I had what I call bridging sours. Okay. Where they're like sweeter. Okay. Um, what was it? Uh, the it's like I think it's called Countess or du- no the Duchess. That's what it is. The Duchess. Okay, I might have had this one. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, and that that like kind of got me going on that like sour funk taste from a sweet angle, and then it just like bridged me right in. Yeah, I've yeah. Been in, I've been in love with sours ever since. Um, <laughs> My bridge was the uh, fruity hef. Ooh. Uh, so when they started to kind of make those slightly sour, that that bridged me in. Yeah, you know, um, have you had Aventinas? No. So that's the Belgian Hef, Hefeweizen that's got like wicked banana, wicked flavor, you know, really dark, probably like 10%. But that was one of my <laughs> favorite beers for a while. If you, if you yeah. want a really good sour, <clears throat> oh, sorry, man. If uh, Just real quick, if you want a really good sour, have you ever heard of uh, the Brom Bear Blackberry Ghost from Odell? No. Uh, so you guys, you guys are in like the Midwest. I don't know shit about the Midwest. My knowledge is like East. You had fat tire in California. Yeah, we do. We just yeah. got it like last year. Yeah, I mean, that's from that's from his hometown. I mean, I feel like Colorado's more west, but yeah, I mean Midwest, I'll take it. <clears throat> I mean, we we do we do some uh, wacky fucking beers up here, man. Well, well, uh, culturally, we're in the west. Geographically, yes, Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say it's it's definitely getting getting towards that a little bit. Pretty cold. The, the ocean is over eight hundred miles from me, so I would say, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's getting colder every year that it, too, but yeah, I, d- I do have a really, uh, I love a brewery from Denver, Crooked Stave. You guys. Oh that? yeah. Yeah. Absolutely love stuff from there. I'm actually going to open one tonight from them. Nice. Excited. Nice. Which one? It's called Petite Sour Rosé. Ooh. Wild Tell ale, us about it. Wild Ale Asian in Oak Barrels on Fruit Skins. Now, did you tell us you were in Maine? Did oh, I... yeah. Sorry. I never finished. <laughs> yeah. Beer. I can just talk forever about it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm in Maine. So, my the have you guys heard of the style New England IPA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like started happening a, f- a couple years ago. Um, I think my first one I ever had was with Bissell Brothers Substance. And we, I'd pick it up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's cloudy. It's oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's like chewy almost. Yeah. And Remember when, remember when uh, I think it was Shock Top came out from Michelob? It was real cloudy when you pour it out when, yeah. it, when they first started bottling it. Yeah, I thought I was like, is this like a wheat beer? Like, what? What the fuck? But it's, yeah, no, it's yeah. an IPA. Yeah, and it's it's the yeast. I thought it was like wheat, but it's actually the yeast that like doesn't flocculate. It just stays floating in there. Yeah. Um, so I drank it, and you get you get that huge upfront hop flavor, fruity yeah. fruit bomb, and then all of a sudden clean on the end, no Ooh, bitterness, nice. no bitterness, Ooh. and I was like. This isn't beer. What the fuck is this? It's like juice. And then I started getting buzzed, and I was like, okay, that's fucking beer. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So then I moved from West Coast IPAs to New England-style IPAs, and love that shit. 
But my favorite beer right now is by Hill Farmstead. Have you heard of them? No. Tell us about it. So they're out of Vermont, actually, not Maine. And they have been voted on Beer Advocate four years in a row as the best brewery in the world. No. In Vermont? Yep. And he doesn't, the owner, Sean Hill, he doesn't distribute, like, through a distributor. He does his own distributing. So it's rare. You have to go, like, right to the brewery, which is out in the fucking middle of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Bohemian. Sounds like Bohemian. Yeah, yeah. I go there once a year. It's a pilgrimage. And... It's only ten bucks for a seven fifty ML bottle. What? Yeah. And it's like amazing beer. Sours. Even his IPAs are like phenomenal, which you can get growlers of. But uh, my favorite beer it's called Anna and it's a it's a honey ale sour. It's it's like he has this house Brett yeast that's just like I don't Brettomyces. Yeah, Britannomyces. It's just, I don't understand how it's like magic. I don't know. I fucking yeah. love the beer out of that brewery. I w- w- if you ever come to Utah, like to Sundance or something, I'll get you a bottle of Croggy Session from uh, Uena. They do a Britomyces. It takes three years for this shit to ferment. Ooh. They, they put it in a clean room, so if the brewmasters go in there, they have to wear like the full Microsoft chip gear and shit from like Independence Day. Mm. Remember that scene when they go down into like Area 51 and they're running through that fucking clean room and all those guys are like, "What the fuck? We're making chips in here and shit." Nobody's <laughs> all Rashad in there. Was, I think Rashad was talking about a brewery in California that did the same thing with theirs. Yeah. They have like a safe room and they've got like they have to wear all the safety safety gear to not contaminate, cross contaminate stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, is that episode up? It is on SoundCloud. <laughs> all right. On uh, SoundCloud, <laughs> yeah, I know, whatever. Uh, but but hey, and I gotta ask you, if, since you're up there in Maine right now, have you uh, you obviously had Allagash, right? Or is it Allagash? Allagash? Yeah, Allagash. So yeah, Allagash. Allagash, it's named after a river up in northern Maine. But okay. um, I will admit, I take it for granted. It's so close to me, but it's about forty minutes from me. And oh. I just did an inventory of my cellar of all the sour beers I have from there. Yeah, Josh, he has a it, cellar. It's a Ooh. scary amount. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. I can send you guys a DM a pic of it. It's, I don't want to like make it public, but it's crazy. Because they've got these cool shit beers that look really rad, man. I'm like, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh. I have a bunch of those. It's friggin' The cool shit concept is so cool. Oh, like it's just awesome. Wild fermentation is so cool. Anchor Steam d- does a lot of that too. That's pretty good stuff. Oh yeah, man. If you go to the brewery, the actual Anchor Steam brewery in Frisco. Fuck. I'm going there. I'm going there for my birthday. You take me some fucking pictures. I haven't been there oh, in 3 years. I will, my man. And I'll I'm my buddy also works at oh. Drake's Brewing Company in Oakland. I'm going to be there too. Yeah. Take some pictures. I'm flying to San Jose uh, Thursday, and I'm picking up a car in Fresno, so I'll see if I can snag some brews there. Ooh. I'm going to be pulling up a certain Maps app, too, while I'm there, too, so I'll tell you about that also. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Talk, uh, talking about uh, what's that bottle one? <laughs> Uptap. Yeah, Untapped. 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 Yeah, that's not the one. I'm, no, but uh, that's what I'm talking about for all the listeners out there. Not something blank maps. But anyway. <laughs> I am Sorry. like I've been using Untap for like three years. I need to do it, man. So the problem is I go to like three places, so it's kind of like eh. Most of the adventure I take is when I go to the liquor store or like somebody will tell me something. Like in Utah, Ed, I don't know if I ever told you this, but if they don't have a beer you want, you have to buy like the high point stuff, like anything above four percent. You have to buy at the state liquor store. So, to make it not a big deal to us, those of us that drink, they allow us to order one case of anything we want. Mm. So, we have to pay like, you know, double basically. But I can pretty much get anything in the U.S. That the, that can be shipped to Utah easily. I've, I've heard there's some odd laws out there in uh, Utah. <laughs> it, it's the, created... It's created some very awesome uh, results, like happy accidents. Like, because the beer is 4%, the flavors, like, they focus a lot more on flavor than they do, like, you know, like, I, I now, traveling as much as I do, like, I went to uh, Luke's hometown in Indiana and uh, in December, and we went to this, like, fucking pizzeria brewery type place you know and i was trying the flight and all this shit and all this and that but i'm like man there was some just a lot of high point beer that was just awful it was just real alcoholic tasting and uh it was kind of uh, bizarre because like i'm so used to drinking beer here that's so low point like you know like in the in, in a restaurant bar it'll be six and a half percent will be the max so, like, pretty much used to drinking stuff between 4 and 6.5%, but because that low point uh, alcohol level, uh, they end up trying to make it more flavorful. So you end up with these unique, different uh, blends of brews and fermentations and different kinds of, you know, ingredients. And, oh, it's just delicious. It's just, it's just a happy accident because of these strange laws. I can see that. Lots of fruit, probably. Yeah, like Wasatch, uh, have you ever heard of them, or Squatters? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, they're both pretty big in the West because I think they've been around since the mid-80s, and people have come here for Sundance Film Festival, and they've made sure that they were there, you know, catering to the celebrities and shit, and they're like, oh man, this is a delicious beer, they should serve it in California, so these breweries will pump out batches for like bevmo and stuff out there um and it's funny like i've gotten to know people on twitter and on you know other social media like from california and met them in person and stuff and they're like man i never knew this shit was from utah like they talk about you in a beer never knew this was from utah i'm like oh yeah man i go to that brewery all the time it's the bomb uh, I love seeing the big grain truck from Idaho show up with the fucking hops, and you can smell that just delicious grain smell. Man, so like, good. us beer lovers just fucking just... It's like, you know, seeing children born with their happy faces, you know what I mean? Coming, you know, coming out fresh after a meal, and they're all happy, you know what I mean? Yep. That's us beer drinkers when we smell those, like, freaking delicious grains being dumped into the brewery. 
Yeah, we well, get, man. You, we get you into out here, so. Fuck yes. Uinta is taking over, man, and I don't feel like they're selling out. Because they definitely, they're, they're, they're uh, more unique, and I'm going to drink one tonight. It's a vanilla porter. Ooh. Can't go Ooh. wrong with that. It's a winter lager vanilla porter. It's I, I fuck man. It's so good. I've never had vanilla in a in a beer. Never, 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 never until they came out with that this this winter. Also, they came out with like a permanent replacement on the lineup. It, I don't know if, if it'll make it out there yet, but I'm imagining it will. It will soon. It's a lime pilsner. Ooh, a and lime it's like pilsner? yeah, lime pilsner. So they've been importing limes fresh. And brewing the Pilsner with the fresh limes in it. So it's not an artificial lime flavoring that's been added to the beer. It's actual lime. Like, when you open it up, it smells like a fresh sliced lime. It's the fucking craziest thing. Even out of a can, bro. Because it's not protein-based beer. Mm. So it's not going to skunk in a can. And I dig that because, you know, I can fit a lot more in a fridge, in a small fridge in my office, which is usually where I keep most of my beers so my kids can't get at it. Getting into them teenage years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Up minor, to no good. Minor two, so. Yeah, you don't have that issue yet. My oldest just turned 12 on fucking, <laughs> what, the first? What was that, Friday? Yeah. Anywho, I'm drinking Bohemia's. Solitude Mountain Resort Brewski Mountain Lager. And it's a limited release. Uh, they are saying this is... Let's see, it says, We're proud to introduce the Solitude Brewski Lager Beer from Bohemian Brewery, a German-style pills that has a mild malty sweetness and features a floral Bavarian hops, making it approachable for winter sport enthusiasts of all abilities. Whether you're chasing fresh powder, cruising groomers, or jibbing in the park... The Solitude Brewski is the one beer you want. Man, they make me want to drink more. It says Colors Light Straw. This one's 6.5. 52 IBUs. Is that what that says? Yep. Nice little tasty. Midvale, Utah. Little my favorite little brewery. They just steal my heart. I always have a can of their shit. Went to Oktoberfest there too, by the way. It was freaking amazing. They're serving a dunkel. Still still canning it, by the way, because it's been such a huge hit. And, in fact, the owner told me that he got orders for Las Vegas for it. So, if you visit Las Vegas, I know where it's being sold. <laughs> well, all right. Insider knowledge. Josh, what scotch or whatever the fuck non-beer are you drinking? <laughs> uh, bullet bourbon again. Again? Is it the rye this time? Or are you still I working on that same bottle? Yeah, it's. I, I haven't had a chance to go out and get the scotch I really want. I want that. Do you have uh, Arizona green Park. tea? Uh, no, I do not. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah, get some of that. I see shit where you're going with it. Yeah, I, I think I know. I, I think I know where he's going to. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm thinking. When are you traveling so you can have beer, and then when we talk on this next episode, or you can say, "Oh, the beer hit my lips," you'd be like fucking Frank the Tank on old school. It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna be having I'm gonna be having beer uh, this weekend actually, for the Valentine's Day extravaganza. So I'll let you know what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. Josh is having his like you know Frank the Tank moment. He's out in the driveway with his dragon, red dragon, fixing the stereo and shit, and it runs like shit. 
Excuse me? (laughs) And he's like, we're going to go have a nice Saturday to Home Depot. And go get breakfast at the IHOP. Oh, fuck Home Depot, dude. They screwed me so bad. I'm I'm never going back. Hey, man, I don't have anything bad to say about Home Depot because I worked there in college and I, like, put, like, half my check towards all their fucking stock and I kept it and made a bunch of money off their stock. Well, they ruined my carpet, so thanks a lot, Home Depot. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. Oh, sorry, bro. That's all right. <laughs> I, um, oh, go I'm ahead. I'm not a fan of the rye uh, bullet. The I, rye I, bullet? I, yeah, I like certain kinds of rye, but for some reason that one is not. That one's harsh, man. It is. I like to mix it in something, but drinking it straight, I feel like your soul is being shaken. You know, you're like, and it goes down, and you're like, give me some fucking water. I'm not drinking the rye, though. I'm drinking the sweeter stuff. Yeah, we're talking about the rye, though. That's the green label, I think. Yeah. Well, that's what you use in old fashions, because it's not as sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you drink that, that shit straight, though? Fuck. Yeah. I actually haven't had a shot of liquor in a while. Should it's liberating me? Uh, I did on Super Bowl because you know, I was so hungover from my podcast last night. <laughs> you, you sound Hair like me, dog. man. That's why I never write into your show because I always like record the same time you record. No, I know, I figured that. <laughs> I don't write into anybody's show anymore. That's kind of sad. I don't have time well, when, when you do your own, it's tough. Like, right? I'm finding that out. Like, and you don't have time to listen to anybody else's, and you're like, fuck, I love all these people. I want to hear about what's going on with them, like, all the time. Yeah. Yep. Wished I hadn't started these four podcasts. <laughs> no, I Busy have... man, busy man. We're doing this one every week, because Josh and I are like, man, since Calvin's, like, on a hiatus with his job and shit, I'm just like, man, let's do, let's do Stranger Brews. Let's fucking do it. Anyway... Is he coming back anytime soon, though? I thought he was at an airport. Fuck, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, uh, he has this 2 to... Or noon to... Is it 2 in the afternoon to noon at night? Or midnight or some shit? Shift? And he's in Wisconsin and... You know? It's not man. a medical state. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying, bro. I know what you're saying. Is Maine a medical state, Ed? Uh, yeah. And I you can so. and like recreation, I think. Now. Nice, really, huh? See, when nice. they add rec, it gets like weak. What? I well, not in Colorado. I was gonna say we're like the OGs, huh? Vegas, dude! Holy shit! You gotta go to like off the beaten path dispensaries and have your Cali Med card. Then you can get that the work? good shit. That works. Yeah, the, the the Cali Med card works in Vegas. Dude. I thought only like a Vegas one would work. No, I use it there all the time. All it is is half taxes. It's the same weed. Huh. Oh, sorry. The same products. Did I say that out loud? Edit that out, Josh. <laughs> We're talking about the, go- the goblins. The goblins. <laughs> it's the wreck goblins. <laughs> I got one of them crafties, Ed. I got one today. You know what it is? From the people who made the volcano? No. <laughs> yeah, they made this vaporizer. Ooh. It's funny, because like in the instructions it says you can put time in it. I'm like, who wants to smoke time? Whoa. What would that, that even be like? 
I kind of want to smoke it to find out. Hardcore, man. Hard I, fucking core. I love cooking with it. So, so do I, I right? It's probably pretty good. That's right. You're a big cook, cook guy like me, man. I love the fucking... Man, Super Bowl party. Listen to this. I smoked a brisket for 12 hours in my smoker. Nice. Dude, the sauce that I smoked in it was this awesome layer. It, it, it perfectly coated and baked on but stayed moist. You know what I'm saying? Like a perfectly glazed meatloaf, kind of, almost. And this sauce was a Chaula Dr. Pepper brown sugar barbecue sauce. So it was sweet and hot, evenly. So not melts your face, but hot and not so sweet. It's disgusting. Did you pair a beer with that? I hope you did. I did the Dunkel, but it was in the garage with my cousin. We were sharing it because all the Mormons man. didn't want us to be drinking in front of them. So we had to pretend <clears throat> like we were going out to check the food I outside. Keep, I keep forgetting. Damn. I was going to yeah, say, man. That, that's like perfect for lagers, though, dude, that pairing. Well, that's what we had. Lime. Yeah. That's what we had, man. That's what we had. You know what's but crazy? Anyway. As, much as, as much beer as I drink, I'm not great with pairings. Like I'm not knowing. either. I'm more. I like to pair with what I'm doing. So like that lime pilsner I'm telling you about, dude. I'll I'll, I'll mow the lawn if I'm drinking that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's that like a, that's a good that's pairing a, right there. That's a yard work pairing, you know. And then if you're in the hot tub, you need like something smooth, but like something hearty and malty, you know, like a caramel kind of porter or something, like a brown ale. In a hot tub? Yeah, I don't know about that at all. (laughs) I I think you need something a little bit lighter, maybe a little bit more... uh, No, 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 no. Okay, let me rephrase that. Hot tub in the middle of January. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the middle of the summer, we want to go with, like, a fruity half. Yeah. Like a raspberry... Oh, yeah. Like this fucking beet saison I had this summer that made me want to cry. I w- it's so delicious, I wanted to start a freaking religion based on it. You should totally do that. I probably should. If I could get some dudes to pay me 10% every Sunday to talk about freaking Beat Saison, I would the do Beat that. The Beat Saison shit. cult? <laughs> yeah, man. Give me 10% of your money. I will talk about this beer constantly. We'll drink it together. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a beer with beets in it. Well, okay, so this is from a real hardcore craft brewery in downtown Salt Lake named Fisher's Beer. You can actually look up this dude's great-grandfather. Like, his great-grandfather was a Midwestern brewer that Anheuser-Busch ended up fucking buying out because they were such competition. So, long story short, the family got the recipe and the name back. This dude had been working for Uinna, actually, stole their top brewmaster and opened up a little, like, small, they only sell the beer that they brew there. It's the kind of place where, because of laws, they want to sell at a little more high point. Uh, so they don't have a restaurant there. So they have the food truck pull up out front. So a different food truck's there every day. And you can go in and get a, you can bring your own jug, dude. They'll let you fill your shit so you can take the shit home. It's that kind of like gra- grassroots type of brewery. So uh, sugar beets are grown in Utah. Not a lot of people know this. Uh, our soil is really good for it with the Salt Lake and everything. So the soil is really rich in nutrients for sugar beets. So 
uh, they're no money, so brewers were like, "Shit, we gotta make something with these sugar beets." So it's it's a saison from beet, and it's pink. I mean, it is pink. Nice, <laughs> and it's delicious. And it's about six and a half percent, and I wouldn't want it more than that because it would be too bitter. It's the right amount of sweet and tartness without going sour. It's like the ultimate bridge beer, and it's strange because when you pour it in the glass, you're like, that thing's fucking pink. Do you get like what earth, am I dr- earthiness at all from it? A little bit. Yeah. A yeah. little bit, but it's real subtle, so it doesn't taste like dirt. I think the biggest question is, does it change, change the color of your shit? It does not. <laughs> your piss will look like Your piss will look like rosé. <clears throat> and it's just they don't put sugar in it. it's just fresh beets I, I dig these guys a lot of their beers have very few ingredients you'd be surprised and they import the hops from, from Bavaria they're the white hops I believe I think which is a big them. deal because that's I mean that that shows some some fucking dedication well when you go into the brewery there's the bar with the 40-something taps, you know, cork taps. And they've got, you know, sharpied on the wall what it is. That's how much they're selling. They don't even have time to put signs up. And there's a stainless steel three-bar fence with some chains to, you know, like partition off the, the seating room with all the tables where you'd eat your food truck food. And the actual brewery. No glass. Concrete floor. And it's just an industrial warehouse converted into this bar brewery, and you smell them stirring the shit in the vats, and it's got to be the best experience ever just to drink a beer. No TVs, just merch and beer and tables and food truck food. What more do you want? I was at a brewery in Vermont, and they had the Nintendo Classic, the uh-huh. mode, you know. At every, uh-huh. ta- every table. Now that would be cool. <laughs> I'm That's just saying. Bad. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> that is pretty fucking. Well, I'm cool. just saying, like, if you're going for the classic experience to go somewhere, enjoy beer, and not worry about what type of spot it is, a place like pretty. If you want to just have a good conversation with your friends, why would you want to go anywhere that would distract you? You know what I'm saying? Like, unless that's the mood you're in. Agreed. So, so like, it's an everyday kind of spot. So I just go there to meet people and, like, talk to people and stuff. It's fun. It's just a place you can go just, like, hang out and chill. And It's like a coffee shop, but you're drinking beer, I guess, is the vibe. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what makes a big difference and a big impact for a brewery is if they can present their tap room, you know, with... Uh, like, it, it's all about the tap room for a lot of people because when I... I used to have a YouTube channel way back where I would review beer and I review brewery tours and brewery like tap rooms and there are some tap rooms that are so damn crowded and so loud and you can't you can't get a word edgewise and you're trying to talk to the you know the the bartender the the person there you know slinging the suds and they can't hear you and they're not giving you any time of day and it's like what what am i even here for yeah and you go to some breweries and you know there's like one or two Maybe three people in there. Granted, I mean, it depends on what time. It's like the local watering hole, like the neighborhood breweries, the ones that are kind of tucked away yeah. in suburbia. Proper brewerings like that. <clears throat> right. And then you get those 
those people that are so passionate and so knowledgeable about their beer and they could tell you everything that you want to know or everything that you could know and they're super friendly like one dude uh there's a brewery here in um uh shit Berthet. um and the the guy city star brewing and the guy like took me back in the brew house he's like dude i want to show you my setup i'm like hell yeah let's do this i'm like i got a like a, a private tour vips just showing me his stuff and we're talking and you know, he opened up the, the mash ton, and it was just, oh. <laughs> Those are the experiences, like you're saying, that make or break a beer or a brewery. And I got to tell you, there have been some breweries that have turned me off just by the tap room alone. They've just they've just lost me. It sucks. You know what I mean? And their beer may be good, but their tap room sucks. You know? Well, Al- Allagash used to have uh, free flights. Taster. Oh, what? Yeah. They just stopped it, like six months ago wow yeah damn you go in the tour is free and the flight is free crazy right you only get one flight that's it but they don't uh, do flights in utah oh you don't is that against the law (laughs) yeah what you get is a two ounce sample you can have two at a time so basically as soon as you drink one they replace one it's just it's a, it's just dumb shit. It's like laws for people who don't do what you're trying to enjoy. Like they come up with these things that are gonna like deter you, but they're just like, dude, you're just like making me want to do it more. But whatever, fuck off. I'm gonna just live my life. But anyway, <laughs> there's there was a um, every year Allagash does a an event called the Wild Beer Roundup. Uh-huh. They they have like a folk band play. And they do like these fun games, and and then they they dig into their cellar and bring out these like old sours that have been sitting around for years and sell them. And uh, I got there at like 7 a.m. and it starts at 10. I stood there in the fucking cold. It was like February. I just went to the previous one like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And this was two years ago, and I was one of the first ten people in line, and I got a ticket, and on the back was a, a star. And they're like, if you have a star, you get a VIP tour of the Barrel House. And so we went. I've never, I had never done it before. Wow. So we went back to the Barrel House, by, and it was a tour given by the brewmaster, the head brewer. Holy shit. And he had just flown in from, like, a hop conference. His eyes were bloodshot, like... <laughs> Who knows when he last slept? And he took us around, like, from barrels and explained what they were in them and let us taste it. So it's not carbonated, right out of the barrel, right out of a tank. Oh. This is on, like, orange peel. This is on peach. This is ro- this is raspberries. Phenomenal. So, so good. And it was so worth Like, someone offered me their, like, some of their rare Allagash beers for that ticket. And I was like, nope. I want this experience. Oh, yeah. Well, have you ever had beer right out of the bright tank, like legitimately tapped straight out of the bright tank before? Would that be that wouldn't be that'd be before fermentation, right? No, nah, it'd be the, it'd be the after. So that's whatever they put in. So when they're doing the carbonation, it's the carb they, off, or yeah. they're cut the the like right before they're going to do that, right? Right. Yeah. Before right. Right before they do the carbonation, it just sits in the bright tank. Yeah, I've done that. It's it's not carbonated unless you have a, something that's been naturally carbonated with like a sour or something or like a wild you know wild yeast or wild bacteria or something but 
holy shit, New Belgium's Fat Tire. It's an average beer, I think. You know, no offense to people who like it. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic beer, but it's average in, in my books. But Bright Tank, Fat Tire, regardless of whether the carbonation was there or not, it was like nectar of the gods, man. It Like, as soon as that stuff touched your lips and your tongue, it was like... Beer gas, man. It was crazy good. And it was super smooth. I'd never tasted a beer so fresh. I mean it was like it was like you could you could chew on the grains, man. It was great. Did we lose you? Oh, there you are. No, I, I just muted myself because I was coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, and you're all sounding all fucking pixelated and shit, so you might want to cut this out. Oh really? Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, you sound sure. like Max Headroom and shit. It still comes <laughs> through. Well, let's move on to some streaming things, guys. Ed, what you watching, man? What's what's catching your attention right now on the internet? Music, Punisher. movie, pu- fuck yeah, man! Punisher's the shit. I'm halfway through it with my wife. We're watching it, dude. You guys are gonna dig it. It's so good. And what I love about the Punisher is it's nothing like we expected, and it's everything we wanted. Yep. We get everything we want. By the time you're done watching it, you'll sit back and you'll think, okay, Frank Castle was everything I wanted him to be. And it was in a way that I loved it. Kind of like when I saw The Last Jedi. I went, holy shit. I didn't expect that, but it was cool as fuck. Yep. Agreed. I got 19 in, baby. But, I mean, 19 wasn't as satisfying as 18 viewings. I wish I could have seen it that many times. I could only squeeze four in, and I don't so, have time for anything else. Me too. So, me too. so, so. If you want to have a good time, I, I'm not tooting my own horn, but go to the theater. Hopefully, it, you can go by yourself, and pull up my my my, twi- my timeline and find when I I wrote 18, and just follow my comments along with the movie. I, I guarantee you'll laugh your ass off. It was funny. I did see half of it, I think. I, I, I was, and I was laughing. I was so baked, and I was by myself in the theater. It was awesome. There was no one in that theater, right? Like, no one, dude. I could. <laughs> I have done that now with two Star Wars movies. That's and crazy. It was the best time, because I had no... There was no shame. I had nothing to stop me from doing anything. What a rebel. It was like I could turn on the light to my phone and tweet the entire time and no one could judge me. And I've seen it enough, like I would have an idea come to my head and then I'd immediately tweet it. Some of them tweets I had thought of like while I was writing three tweets earlier. <laughs> yeah, what it was a crazy. What, it's, crazy. what a true, true born comedian. I'm not trying to be. It was just funny. I was just the right enough crossfaded, man. <laughs> this is moment of genius. Yeah. It's amazing, dude. I did that with, uh, I think it was, I think I live-tweeted Thor, which was not as funny because people hadn't seen it, but when they had, I got more comments from that Last Jedi one than I ever did from Rogue One. Sometimes I've done, like, I'll watch, like, Revenge of the Sith and get really wasted and tweet it. That's usually a good time. God, that, that Thor movie was fucking hilarious, though. Was it not? That uh, the the director, uh, 
the, he did the voice of uh, that one dude, the Rock dude, and he's just like, "Go away, ghost!" Like, damn you, ghost! Or something. I don't even know what. It, but it was so Korg, man. Yeah. Piss Korg, off, man. ghost. Yeah, piss off, ghost. <laughs> Guys, if you're gonna finish with your weapons, clean them off, please. <laughs> They're all dead. He's Australian, right? Yeah, he's uh, New Zealand. Zealand. New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yep. He's actually uh, a Maori, just yep. like. Um, the dude that plays Aquaman in Justice League. And Tamora Jason Martin. Momoa. Yeah. I think he's... Isn't he Hawaiian? I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian. Who? Jason Momoa. I thought he was... I thought he was New Zealand too, bro. Nah, dude. He's American. Straight well, up born and raised. I was thinking Tamora... I thought you were going to go Tamora Morrison on us, but... I guess. Oh, oh yeah, well, that dude's now. New Zealand too, bro. I had a roommate in college that was from fucking New Zealand. He's a big motherfucker, man. He played offensive line. Damn. Must have been like 350 or some shit. There are quite a few, like, Polynesian football players, man. They can wreck. So good. Dude, this guy had to walk through the door to the dorm room sideways. He could not (laughs) fit through it walking through regularly. Hey, peanut butter cups. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Huge. Just a fucking fridge of a man. A fridge of a man. I mean, just like, Uh, and the nicest dude ever. But as soon as he put that shoulder pads on and helmet on, I mean, don't fuck with this guy. They should make a show about him. Did you guys guys see What We Do in the Shadows? Oh my god, so good! I haven't seen that yet. What is oh that? Oh my god! Tell me about that shit. The, one of the vamp, one of the vampires in there is played by the director yeah. that does Thor Ragnarok. No shit. So like when I heard Thor Ragnarok was being directed by him, I was like, I kept picturing him in that role, and I kept being like, No, there's no way. There's Fuck! No I gotta way. see this shit. What's Dude, it, it called? Is so funny. This whole. What's it called? I gotta what, write this shit down. Uh, it's it's what we do in the shadows, and it's like kind of set up like a, a documentary, kind of right. And the yeah, ca- like camera like crew line, yeah. follows around this like these like three vampires that that are, are I guess four. Is it something I can stream on like Hulu or Netflix or? I think it's on Prime. Amazon. Oh, good. I like Prime, yeah. man. Prime's the shit. Well, and then, you know, following that up with Flight of the Concours, because it's the same, same oh. crew, same kind of deal. Oh, those guys? I yeah. love yep. that shit. Yep. yep. I have, like, that album from that show. Yeah, Jermaine's one of the um, vampires, right? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Jermaine is. as the crab and Moana is going to be the best it. thing ever, man. God, the give. I'm just going to give you this image. The first time you see Jermaine in this movie... Like, the guy opens the door, and it's, like, him on this silk sheets, like, red silk sheets bed, <laughs> and he's, like, this vampire, you know? And he's got, like, these four chicks around him. He's, like, caressing them and shit. Oh, so funny. <laughs> well, who played the who played the werewolf? Because there's some werewolves in there, too, and it's always that like kind of, like, nerdy guy. You, you know who I'm talking about? How have I not seen this shit? <laughs> Isn't he how a comedian? I mi- I think how have I comedian. missed this shit? I think one of the one of the werewolves rock. is a comedian. I think that's popular yeah, yeah. out there. Well, he's oh, a, yeah, he's another one of those uh, those like famous um, Flight of the Concords guys. And then Hunt for the Wilder People is also fan fucking tastic. Same same guy, Taika Waititi. It's good stuff. Taika Waititi is a, like my new favorite director, man. So good. That dude's the shit. 
Well, what did you think of old Frank Castle so far? I think he's doing a... I, I mean, it's it's tough getting over Shane. That's because I, I kept picturing Shane. As, like, it takes about four or five episodes, and then you forget he was Shane. Yeah, I'm, I'm right about there. I'm about to be. All right. I can tell. Right. It's good. Right. I fucking love it. Dude, it's fucking great, man. That's a good show. And I'm super stoked for the Jack Ryan show. It's coming out. Shut up. I haven't even heard of this. What are you talking about? Isn't that John Krasinski? Uh, Let's see. I think it's on Prime. I think they're advertising that shit on Prime, right? Or is that a Hulu show? John Krasinski, yeah. John Krasinski. Why did I say Krasinski? Jack Ryan. It's on Prime. Coming in August. Wasn't there a Jack Ryan movie? Right? Yeah. uh, it's He rides a Ducati. I remember that. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it's got Chris Pine, I think. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. It was actually pretty decent. Whoa. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the. Uh... Sorry. Oh damn! Now I can't think of the fucking name. Holy shit! Uh, he shoots a lot of guns. Co- uh, walk, uh, not walking. Fuck. Keanu Reeves. Shit. What am I thinking of? The, the... John Wick too. Yeah, the, but the John Wick uh, TV show. Are they still making that? I think they are. Yeah, yeah, they are, man. They oh, are. my God. That's going to be the best. Yeah, I'm Is excited Keanu about that. Is involved with that? Yeah, but I think he's just like an executive producer. Okay. Which is so, fine. Yeah. Like, they're just going to focus on like the syndicate and shit. It's going to be cool. Yeah, that was a good pair of movies. Loved them both. Yeah, I, I'd never seen them. And so somebody had mentioned that last year, and I was like, fuck, I gotta see this shit right before the second one came out. So I just went to the theater and saw it. But to be honest, I haven't watched it again. So I'm thinking it's probably a good time to line that bitch up. Do it. And you know what else is really good, speaking of streaming things, is I'm still, my wife and I are still really uh, into Fargo right now. Yeah, we're man. Just, we're just like, it's really kicking off in the second season. And it's just so bingeable. It's so, like, so, so you know what I mean? Like, the first one wasn't as bingeable, the first season. Yeah. Uh, but the second season is just phenomenal, man. It is blowing our fucking socks off. I love that, like, Midwestern, Minnesota, North Dakota mafia. Like, it's just so yeah. ridiculous. Dude. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been watching The Runaways and uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, I need to watch Star Trek Discovery. Fuck, oh, it's is that great, pretty man. good? Yeah, me Dude, too. Dude, they say fuck on Star Trek. What? Yeah, you should watch this shit. People getting stabbed and shit. They're setting Arms it up for getting... Quentin Tarantino, that's why. <laughs> fuck yeah, they are. This shit is... <laughs> Tarantino might as well direct this shit. There's fucking in space. There's people saying fuck. There's gay dudes kissing. It's awesome. Hashtag not my Star Trek. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's my Star Trek. I'm all about that oh, shit, I'm, man. I'm all, my buddy just said the latest episode was really good. I, I, I was I was uh, part of the way through it when we started. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna split that CBS access. Yeah, dude. With him and watch it because I'm hearing so many good things about it. How it's, much is it's, that? It's five bucks, man. I need to get that. Just, just like wait for the season to get over, and then fucking immediately sign up for it before the finale, and then just binge it, and then turn it off. Yeah, might just do that. Did you see that? Uh, like then Star Trek people type? like me who are lazy as fuck. Yeah, well, I might just, I might just be even lazier and part it. <clears throat> anyway, 
Uh, but but that Star Trek episode, uh, or like a Star Trek type episode for Black Mirror. Did you see that one? No, I heard about it. I don't. Oh, it's it's so crazy good. It's it's wacky stuff. It's really dark, dark. It, and it went. It was darker than I thought. I mean, Black Mirror is dark anyway. But you know, it was. It kind of started out a little cheeky, and you're like, oh, this is this is. I wonder where this is going. Holy shit, dude! They. <laughs> they get they they really take it down <laughs> downtown man it's nuts it's really good though season four of Black Mirror is is uh, hard to watch but but in a good way it's just really really tough I don't think it's my jam I probably won't that's probably one I probably will stay away from I don't think it's my jam I'm not an American horror story kind of dude. that kind of stuff's not my jam yeah but that's not American horror story though I mean there's the I mean it's Legion's about as weird as I get. Really? Oh man, that yeah. wasn't even that weird compared to like some of the shit that's out there. I mean, it's pretty wacky, but Runaways is kind of wacky. I like Runaways. You seen that ad? No, I have not. That shit's good. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. Yeah, I don't get Hulu. I do oh. Netflix and Prime. Yeah, Prime is the best though. I love Prime. Netflix I watch is going to be getting some good shit in February, I heard. Apparently Disney's going to be getting some good shit, because they announced some shit today uh, that, yeah. I don't want, that I don't want to talk about, because like people are ruining it on the internet like they I, always I, do. Uh, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> Fuck. It's so depressing, Josh. I, I, I'm so tired of Twitter, man. Honestly, I just... These, you know these what? fans don't even know what they're talking about. Twitter is not even the tip of the ice. It's the tip of the iceberg. Facebook is where you want to go to see real hell. I've never seen it on Facebook. So and YouTube comments. Oh, oh YouTube comments might be the worst. So, like, if they dropped a bomb on, like, Laughlin, Nevada, like, YouTube would be, like, the ground zero for, like, stupidity of the internet. <laughs> I mean that's kind of what the fandom. Maybe Reddit. Maybe Reddit. Maybe Reddit's one step lower. I don't know. I don't dabble in Reddit. So we're we're talking about the Game of Thrones guys, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, They got. But they're just producing and they're just just writing some shit. They're not directing. I thought they were directing. Oh no, dude! They're just writing this shit. They're not even like directing it. That's what's so funny about people freaking out. Is you're like, okay, wait a second. So Game of Thrones isn't a good show. Yeah, because they wrote Game of Thrones. I just want to make great. I just want to make sure that you guys like that show because they're just writing a show or a movie or a trilogy for Lucasfilm. They're not directing anything. Well, but but then get this: people that you know, people are coming out of the woodwork saying, "Oh yeah, like." Oh, I, I, Game of Thrones wasn't even that good. And they're Game of Thrones fans. They're just saying that because so, they're like, okay. on the hater bandwagon. I'm going to quote our girl Tracy because she kind of summed it up for me because I was kind of like, the fuck are we talking about here? Well, it's it's got to be a good show if a bar has people there to watch the finale. Yeah. So you know I mean? apparently the writers... Of Confederate. So they're the writers of Confederate also. Okay. All right. Which doesn't... it? Why? What, who cares? It doesn't, well, it doesn't bother. Well, Confederate is considered a pretty racist show that they wanted to come out with. But why is it racist? I don't know, man. It's, just because it's, it's, it's covering... It like fucking sucks. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's, so it's okay. History. So I'm I'm not gonna dabble into politics, but I'm gonna mention some political stuff. Okay, but I'm using this as an example, right? So the whole time Barack Obama was president, there were some things that he did that I didn't like. But there was all these people who, I don't know if they're racist or not, but that seems to be, to me, an explanation for their behavior towards the president during that time. And I had to spend the majority of my time defending this ridiculous bullshit in the hopes that we could actually get to real issues and talk about why these issues aren't being addressed properly by the presidency. But I never got there. And that's how I feel that way about some of these, like, things that people get upset about on social media. It's like, man, I, I just can't connect with it because it just isn't all hitting home for me. But it's hitting home for you so hard, and I want to understand, but I can't. But now it's really annoying because I, I still don't understand, and you're still hammering this away, and it's not making anything else fun. That's what I struggle with, with the crusades that people tend to fall into. Well, that's exhausting. That's that's another It is, it. man. And it's like I don't want to I don't want to disenfranchise your ca- your cause. I don't want to say that what what you're doing isn't worthy of your time. I just I want to enjoy Star Wars. Why does everything have to be this big ass crusade? We're caught in the middle, man. We're just caught in the middle. It's that's just all. like, hey, these guys aren't directing these movies and they haven't put a pen to paper. But God, let's get the villagers out with the torches and the pitchforks and let's round up the troops. And It's like, whoa. Like, I think it was our friend Luke was saying today to us. You know, a woman hired these guys. Because <laughs> some of the fandom was upset that it wasn't diverse, a diverse hire. Well, and then some of them were saying that, that uh, the two writers, you know, those two fellas are misogynistic. And I'm like, well... I don't know about that. Well, that's what it evolved into. That's yeah. what it evolved into. K- Khaleesi it, is a badass, man. She's she's like ultra feminist. It's great. Uh, do you think that uh, Arya is like some shoved down little girl that hasn't like proved against all odds that not only can she survive, but she can dictate life on her terms? Oh, exactly, man. Isn't yeah. that what feminism is all about? She spares lives. That's that's the thing. Yeah, she dude, she dictates life. life or death, man. She's <laughs> fucking badass. She's my favorite character in all of Game of Thrones. Really? I totally can't fault you for that, because I have a hard time not saying that. There there was a hot minute there where I was but I just dig about her I just dig the Mother of Dragons. That's what's what I don't get is you have one quarter of Star Wars fandom that is outraged that all everybody's a female lead and on the other half, oh, we're getting that, but now we need this. And it's like, whoa, maybe they asked. Maybe they couldn't get those people. Oh, by the way, a woman's running things. <laughs> that was what first came out that I was like, whoa, where's this coming from? And then it evolved into the whole... Well, they're going to write a rape scene in Star Wars. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure Kathleen Kennedy won't let rape happen in Star Wars. And if rape's going to happen, I mean, it's got to be like some like characters nobody cares about. You know what I mean? No, it'll never, it'll never touch Star Wars. It won't. Like, oh, I mean, you could have, we'll we'll picture this. You you could have Salacious Crumb raping 3PO. (laughs) 
What the fuck, man? Well, he ate his eye, dude. I'm trying to, like, find an orifice on C-3PO that I could even... He ate his eye. He just didn't get there yet. They just didn't let it happen. Princess Leia killed his master. The hut slayer slayed the hut. Well, the 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 Jabba was getting a little bit touchy feely with uh, with with our princess there in, in Return of the Jedi. He was he was getting a little bit uh, a little bit rapey, in my opinion. Was he was getting way time. rapey. He was like, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you gonna do to her, dude?" I always thought that as a teenager. I was like, "What's he gonna do? He can barely move off of that fucking concrete sled he's on." How how are they even like? Powerful, like how are the huts even like? I always wondered that, that is shit. A huge question. Yes. Like, okay, wait, 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 wait. We have a president that eats cheeseburgers before he goes to sleep at six o'clock at night. He's kind of <laughs> fat fuck. <coughs> I'm just saying. I'm not alienating the listeners that are into this dude. And he has tiny you, hands, and the huts have got, tiny hands. You gotta admit, he he is this universe's Jabba. I'm just saying. But, like, if you think about the... But like, instead of a frog in the bowl, it's an Arby's Big Montana. But but how did they make spaceships to go other to other planets? <laughs> like, how did they do anything? They just move it to their slugs. They're moving around doing whatever. Like, <laughs> I guess they saying. got everyone else to build things for Who them. wanted to be subservient to these assholes? Like, how do they have power over anybody other than having money? But they had to have gotten to the point where they got money. Well, how did they, they get the money, money in the first place? Exactly, that's what I don't understand. But it's awesome. That's what's great about Star no, Wars. Uh, it's great. No, you don't need an explanation for Star Wars. It they just must, is. Well, unless really you're smart. Unless been. you've been obsessing yeah. about a dude that has a big like crevice in his forehead, you want to know where that guy came from. I gotta know. Oh, and um, they killed excuse him. Excuse me. And then they didn't tell us. It doesn't excuse matter. Excuse me. How did the bombs fall from the from the ships? Uh, there's no gravity in space. Uh, yeah, they would have just floated away. So hey, don't you knock Tico Tuesday? No, no. I'm, that's Tico not what Tuesday. I'm saying. Is that's what people are saying? And I'm like, dude, it's a Star Wars movie. Give it up, man. There's no science in it. It's it's science fantasy. It's not even science fantasy. It's like it's fantasy, man. It's fiction. Get over. Let's start, it. Let's start a petition. I'm starting yeah. to fall in love with the, Tico, <laughs> the Tico a sisters. I hope they write a book about them, man. I, I think we're going to get more in the novelization from them. I think I think that's what was said. There's like a whole scene with Rose and Paige. As far there's as I, a, as far there's as a Forces of Destiny, I think, with Rose and Tico. Oh, not Tico. Paige. Ooh. Ooh. Rose and Paige, Tico. They have Tico Tuesday. I would love if Tico's in it. Dude, yeah, well, if it Jar Jar showed up like with weird. the tacos, that would be the shit. Did you see the Natalie Portman rap and then the 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 yes. Jar Jar Binks bit? Fuck yes, dude! I tweeted it. Where were you? I I wasn't on Twitter. I guess. Fuck. Apparently not. I put that shit out there. I said the, to the cult that that shit was our new theme song. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm a part of this cult, Ed. It's called the Apostles of Binks. Nice, nice. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh yeah, man. It's me, Brad Love, Brittany Brown, and Uger. Mm. <laughs> Don't drink that Kool-Aid, whatever you do. Oh, Rashad got nominated in because he tweeted out a bunch of shit and we just adopted him. And now he's like, in by force. We're hoping Stockholm Syndrome will set in. <laughs> it might. It's a good, Basically, it's we a good obsess song, over Jar Jar Binks. I, I now have a 3.75 of Jar Jar holding Qui-Gon's lightsaber, just for the record. I love Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's the shit. I would love like a fucking Qui Gon movie somehow. Who's gonna be like didn't, pissed didn't off? Didn't he say they... he'd do? He'd come back. 
In he's old as fuck, though. I know. Yeah, but he's still doing action movies. It's not. I mean, he's jumping yeah, but off fucking. How trains. are you gonna explain him being all emaciated and shit because his lady put him on a gluten-free diet and he didn't really need to be? That's what he looks like to me. No, he doesn't. He looks like a. He looks like a ripped Wolverine. Have you seen that opinion. passenger movie? His cheeks are like fucking. He's gaunt, man. Yeah. I, I think he's he can still rip off the ears of, of a Gundark. Yeah, he does. Ah, I'm not. I love him, dude. But he he looks like man when my grandpa got diabetes and lost a bunch of weight. Diabetes. Diabetes. He got the beatus. You ever hear that? You ever see that YouTube video where they clipped up those commercials and they set it to Falco? <laughs> That no. song Fal- that Falco did in the eighties. Um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Only he oh, said yeah. diabetes, 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 diabetes. Oh, 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 diabetes. I love YouTube, man. Shit's awesome, so much, man. so much crazy. It's right shit. up there. It's right up there with that YouTube video that's still classic to me. When the they interviewed that lady when there was a fire in her apartment complex, and she's like, "It smelled like someone was barbecuing." Ain't nobody said, got time for that. Yeah. Well, did you ever see the remix video where they, anybody, they made a song of it? Ain't nobody got time for that. Anybody got time for that? I have. Anybody got I have. time for And then they're all, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's the best all-time YouTube video ever. <laughs> Behind any small child getting hit high speed with an exercise ball. I from still like a sniper business. That shit is deliciously funny. I, I still love the are. Vine I'm the sorry vine some kid got hurt, but that shit's hilarious. Yeah, I bet he's fine. But Vine compilations still get me, man. That's where that's where the money's at. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Some of them are hilarious. <laughs> but then some of them are really bad. And you're like, wow, I see why Vine went out of business. Yeah, that was kind of a flash in the pan, wasn't it? It was. I remember having a Vine account once. I did some goofy stuff on there. I never I messed with it, but I sure enjoyed people's vines on Twitter of like dunks and shit, dude. Weird guys, celebrations, guys. I got so on Instagram, I followed this this account, and all they do is post videos of them tossing a dildo, and sticking it on stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the so problem is fun. if I follow that, my lady's gonna see it because she's like a big Instagram whore. <laughs> And when I say Instagram whore, like pictures of food and bullshit like that. Like you know, they'll stick it to stop stuff. signs. They'll be like on roofs and oh. throw it off and like bounce it off a. B- like, you said bouncy ball. That's why I thought of it. Like, Dude, is that the Bills Mafia? <laughs> it's not the Bills Mafia, is it? No. Nope. It's, you know uh, what I'm referencing, Josh? Uh, I don't think so. The Buffalo Bills fans that keep throwing the dildos oh, at the Patriots yeah, games yeah, yeah, on the yeah, field yeah, and yeah. shit. Oh, oh yeah, uh, that's no. that's weird. That's so weird, right? It's what does it have to do with the fucking Bills? I don't, I don't know. And uh, I'm in a fantasy basketball league with Andrea from Podcast Two One Eight Seven, and she's like a big Buffalo's Bill fan because she's in Rochester, right? So anyway. She says, I hate it when they throw those dildos. So now every time like she's annoyed at me or something or she's pissing me off, I'll put a gif of those dildos from those games being thrown down. <laughs> so now I need to get this Instagram account. What is it called? Let me write this down, Ed. You are worth being on the show just for all your great information. All right. It's Pi G-L-E. So one word, Pi-G-L-E. G-Y-L-E. P-I-E-G-L-E. Pi-G-L-E. And it's just dildos being chucked on stuff. That's awesome. Yep. 
It's hilarious. So, another thing I was listening to, I kind of listen to comedians on Pandora if I'm driving long distance. And me and my pops were taking a car down to a customer of ours that paid us to deliver it to him, his electric car that we sold him. And so I was listening to like Pandora and stuff, and he had like his headphones in, and my son was watching a movie in the back, so I was listening to like raunchy ass comedy, and these two had no idea what I was listening to. But uh, it was an old like uh, John Mulaney set, you know, the guy that like wrote for uh, um, Saturday Night Live, and he does one of the voices on Big Mouth on Netflix. Have you seen that show? Which, I lose you guys. Which show? Big Mouth. Nope, I haven't. Oh, you gotta check that out on Netflix, dude. It's uh, Nick uh, Kroll and John Milani that do it. It's pretty funny. I can vouch. It's actually hilarious. Maya it's Rudolph really hilarious. is just... If she steals the show every time she's... The oh, Maya Rudolph plays a hormone monster, monster for the yeah. girls on the show. It's about a bunch of kids that are like preteens <laughs> going through sex ed and all this stuff. Not a kid's show in any way. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, yeah, Nick Kroll does, like, 13 voices on this thing, man. At first, I thought he was doing... He does, like, a Will Arnett impersonation for, like... It's, it's dead on, dude. It sounds like Will Arnett doing the hormone monster for the boys. Have you seen Sausage Party? Speaking of Nick Oh, Kroll. God, yes. yes. So <laughs> great. My favorite part is when they meet up with the imperishables and they're smoking the oregano in the fucking kazoo. <laughs> He's the, he's, the, he's the douche, right? He, Eric, Eric, yeah, the douche is the best. He keeps filling himself up with all those juices and shit and roid raging out. I'm the douche. <laughs> oh, Guys, by the way, I just drank that petite sour rosé. Really good. It's not it's it's not uh, overpowering. It's kind of clean on the end, but you get really get that fruit up front. Man, Sorry. I need to go back down there. Crooked Stave is the shit. It's so good. I need to get it. some of that in my body somehow. They, they're small batch. They make. I mean, they 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 do a lot of those small batch stuff. I mean, you can you can find them in the liquor stores just fine. But they do, and they do like. Have you ever had their like reserves? Like the really the really good stuff they only do on in their tap rooms. Well, I guess I guess I guess not. Because when do you ever get down to Denver? But <laughs> they do some. Next time you're down in Denver, go to Crooked Stave. Because they always have a tap room exclusive, and it is the bomb bizzle. You'll you'll never have a sour quite like it. I, I promise you. Yeah, I've had a bunch of know. their stuff, and I've loved every one of them. Carl Strauss's blackberry black cherry sour was the bomb. I had with Calvin Russell. Yeah, it's another brewery I really like. Gotta get. Oh fuck, dude! We were across the street from Angel Stadium, just mm-hmm. drinking, and our waitress. She saw we ordered the flight right away. So it was almost like instinctual. She's like, these dudes are legit. I need to like go in the back. And what she didn't know was I was legit. Calvin was along for the ride. (laughs) That man would drink. Like if you told him piss was fermented, he'd probably drink it. Yeah, he's he's kind of a Pabst guy. Seems like. Hey, man. I have respect now for Pabst. I've been making fun of it for a while. I've kind of gone back to try some of the American classic lagers. I, I'd go that route if I was in a pinch. You know, like, there's been times I've been at a jazz game and I'm like, ah, fuck, man, I don't want to spend $12 on that freaking craft beer. I think I'll just snag the $6 one. No, dude, you know what's night. really good is Corona with lime. Dude, just put a, a lime and a Corona, you're set. That's, I, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Good. It's so good. 
By the way, I was looking up calorie contents for domestic beers. Why the fuck do people drink terrible Coors Light when Coors is only like 60 calories more per serving? Yeah, I don't know. Go run on the treadmill for two minutes longer. I don't don't know why people worry about calories in beer. In beer. Yeah, because that's negligible at best. I mean, yeah, you gotta worry about the carbs. Yeah. Yeah, it depends, though. Old Ed, I bet he drinks beer and he's like eating like a fucking science experiment. <laughs> All right, you want to know what I have on tap? I have a kegerator. Oh, yeah. So. This came in my pants. <laughs> I've got two taps. Oh. One's a chewy tap handle, the other one's a stormtrooper tap handle. Just oh, my right God. Pictures or it didn't happen. No, it happened, bro. <laughs> This motherfucker went out of his way to go to the cantina in Orlando before he flew out of town. Damn. Yeah, this dude's legit. Don't question Ed. So oh, I don't. I don't question. Uh, so like it, it's a dilemma with me, but I, I finally settle on decision. I always put the darker beer with Chewy, just because he's darker looking, and the lighter beer with Stormtrooper. I know you could go either way, but that's just how I did it. By the way, how badass does Chewie look in this fucking solo trailer? Uh, I love the like the two bandolier both shoulder thing. Badass. Yeah, man. I like that they wanted to s- just say fuck it. We're gonna show you shit that you didn't expect to see. Yep. Like we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I, I here's the problem. I've already talked about all this stuff. Me too. Me too. I know you have, and I know Josh is going to listen to the show tomorrow, and I don't want him to be ruined. <laughs> well, we got more things, news today. There's, so. there's th- well, yeah, we talked about that. And I mean, any sucks. any 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 time I can talk Star Wars on a podcast, I'm I'm all for it. Well, how 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 quickly do you think it took people to head, set out the rumors that they're making Knights of the Old Republic? It's like every time they announce any. Anyone produced? All right. Is anyone opposed to them making that in this chat right now, on this podcast? No. I mean, no. I I don't want. uh, I don't want. So why aren't they giving it to us? Because it's. I want them to give it to us so everyone will shut the fuck up about it. Because it's starting to annoy me, and I'm getting to the point where I don't want it anymore. Well, it's sort of like the people that are like, "I want the Darth Plagueis movie." It's like you've you've already got Darth Plagueis in a movie. (laughs) You don't need the fucking standalone Darth Plagueis movie. (laughs) I still want that. Well, I want a Thrawn live series, like a like a live action Thrawn. That's what I want. Me too. Fuck yeah, they could do that. It's easy. They wouldn't have to tie into anything. Yeah, but you need that voice, though. You know what I mean? Like, you need what's I know. Voice. You're up for the job. You just need to audition, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I can't fucking do a Thrawn. Give Ed your Thrawn and let him decide. I, no, dude, I can't. Come on, man. It doesn't have to be Mark Thompson. <sighs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Dude, too much pressure. Too much pressure. Come on. I can't. What oh. pressure? I've heard it a million times, and Ed has never heard it, and he trusts my judgment. Now, out with it. I don't even know what to say, dude. Fuck. Just, I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll, I'd I'll go Fastbender. I'd like Fastbender. Fastbender's a choice. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I'll go I'll go later on. I haven't had enough bourbon to fucking do that. You sold me at Fastbender. Because, like, there's two things. Two artists. That can do no wrong in my eyes. And one of them's Fastbender. 
And the other one is Justin Timberlake because he fucking nailed that halftime show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that shit was badass. He could do no really wrong. It was really good. It was really good. He could do no wrong. I never thought I'd be sitting on a love seat with my sister geeking out over Justin Timberlake. Damn. Yeah, that it was takes... weird. Well, now that, that we're talking about weird. Justin Timberlake, let's go back to what I have on tap. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Whoops, we yeah. kind of derailed that a little bit. No, it's Sorry okay. Yeah. Well, that's just what the show does, bro. Yeah. We're just Tangent City. No, I understand. It's fine. Uh, I, I think it's because I host mine, my podcast, so like I get like that. Anyway, uh, under Chewy, we got Bourbon County brand stout. Wow. Is it creamy? It's a 14, this year, it's a 14.1% oh. imperial stout. Jesus Christ, dude. So, uh, it's a beer that's kind of rare that comes out every Black Friday. Okay. And it's by Goose Island. I love Goose Island. And it's like bourbon barrel, obviously, and a lot of chocolate. And you do not taste 14%. You taste like 6 to 7%. Really? That's my jam. If you're going to put a high point beer out, it better be smooth. I'll be impressed. It's thick as fuck. Oh, you chew it? It's like... It's so good. It's so sweet and thick. And it's a stout. And it's chocolate. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) And they make different... Josh is rolling his eyes. (laughs) They make like... They make like, is that, a, uh, is that Eric an edit, are we editing in, that out? <laughs> that's an Eric Struthers impersonation of when I talk on the bad motivators. <laughs> <sighs> and they make coffee ones. They make uh, you ever like, had a coffee Kolsch? That would be pretty cool. I had one. It was fucking smooth, and it was black as your soul, Ed. Wow. Actually, you mentioned yeah. it on your last one, right? On the last, yeah, one. black oh, rye. Black rye coffee coals. I can't picture a black coal. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. But, like, think about when you see the bubbles in a blonde coal in a black beer. That's what it looks like. It's hard to describe. They just add caramel to it. That's all. You sure? Yeah, they don't. They, no, they use dark malts, probably, right? Yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. <clears throat> So, and then on, on my Stormtrooper tab, I got my homebrew. Oh, yeah, man. What's your homebrew? Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. So, is it as good as Brandon Loader's that I've drank personally? <laughs> my buddy and I, um, we make a New England IPA. And it's our 10th iteration. We wow. call it... Now, for those listening, since I know you will explain this better than me, what is a New England IPA for those who don't know? So it's a very, um, so you get, it's an IPA, lots of hops, dry hop it obviously, and you get a lot of hot flavor with a really clean end, so not a lot of bitterness, and it's very juicy, well it doesn't have to be juicy I guess, it's whatever the flavor of the hop is. So when you're, when you're brewing it, it's a lot of uh, hops in the beginning of the boil. So... You're not putting, I mean, beginning, end of the boil. That's what I meant to say. Well, you, you, okay. so you're putting you can, you like most of the hops at the end. Yeah. Well, we, we put one, put a little minutes. bit of one. We put a little bit of magnum at the beginning 
and then we have like on the end we have a lot of like the mosaic we got um nelson uh citra it's it's a fruit bomb and it's fucking awesome now do you use a, a hot bag or uh one of those like really hot juicy. spiders when you when you do it or We we were doing actually the um, the bags the like cheesecloth, but yeah. we just actually <laughs> you mentioned it. We just um, for dry hopping is that what you're asking? Yeah, well, I mean, and just any, I mean, even with the little peb- the pellets too, because I mean, it just adds so much chub at the very end. It's just hard to. Hard we to we do all that. pellets and then yeah. um, dry hopping. where we have like a metal canister that we're going to use in this next batch, but. Hell yeah! Um, we name all our beers after the from the movie The Rock. And huh. our, if we had a brewery, have you guys seen The Rock? <laughs> I, I, I well, I said huh, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> you talking about the Jerry Bruckheimer film? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking really, dude. We we went to high school together, and that was like our movie in high school, and we quoted all the fucking time. Who's the who's the chick in that that fucks Nick Cage? Oh, what's her name? I know her character name. (laughs) Fucking hot, man. She was gorgeous. Uh, but like, so we named this Chemical Freak because it's a quote from the movie. Yeah, that's right. And like Ed Harris is in it. He's like one of the bad guys. Mm -hmm. It's like terrible, but it's good. It's like Con Air terrible, but good. It's Michael Bay at his best, sadly. Yeah, like, his best is mediocre, but you're, like, so impressed because it's so good for him. And I think it's because he was limited by CGI. He had to use more just practical <laughs> yeah. explosions. Yep, yep. Couldn't, which couldn't do as many way, Yeah, way more suited for his filmmaking talents, in my opinion. Yeah, so we love that movie. Vanessa Marcel is her name. Marcel. But anyway... Uh, so I would yeah. probably, if we were going to do that based on like something we obsessed over in high school, it'd be pretty cool because it would be like N64's uh, GoldenEye and that would be like a whole plethora of awesome like sounding beers, like the odd job. Who doesn't want a pint of the odd job? I would <laughs> love that. Right? Come into the brewery. Here's a pint of odd job. The Jaws Pilsner. I can see it now. And see, I had a friend, he was slightly overweight, and when I say slightly, really overweight, but he was awesome, man. We used to call him Bubba, because he just kind of looked like a Bubba, even though his name was Jason, but we had so many Jasons in our high school class that he just liked being called Bubba. So then, like, when we would play this game, like, it was the only time, like, he could get over on us. He was so much better than us at this game, man. It was embarrassing. And he just had this smug, like, chuckle every time he'd kill you. He'd go, <laughs> So we started calling him Chuckles. I mean, and it just, that game just created so much fucking smack talk. Because what? Four people could play in the room at once? Yeah. So if there's like eight of you, you're like talking shit about the four people playing the whole time. It's great. I, I was the guy in my group of friends that, like, started strafing. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Side to side. So I was, I think, the guy you're talking about. <laughs> do you remember the fucking game shows? Because, like, you, you know, do, like, back then, you, like, you were first-person shooters. You walk up, and you just stand there, and you shoot. Yeah. There was no moving side to side. But then, like, I started using those Or jumping buttons. and shooting down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started using well, he used to. Buttons. Yeah. He used to hide in one of the stairwell levels that had multiple stairwells, and there was, like, a... 
like basically a dead end room that if anybody walked in front of it, you'd annihilate them. If they if they were down the because it, it looked down the stairwell and I don't remember the name of the level, but it was a race to get to that spot. Because whoever got to that spot would win that level. It was like it got to the point where we just would never play that level because it was so unfair. Dude, those level names could be beer names. Stack, basement, the stack, right? Facility, the dam, the dam, the facility, the facility IPA. Dude, that's your brewery name right there. Nah, yeah. it'd have to be Golden Eye Temple. Golden Eye. Yeah. yeah. Temple. Mm-hmm. I just love the game sharks, man. Making yeah. it big. <laughs> I want to say that was probably Rare's best game ever. Yep. You know, that was a the pioneer, publish- man. The publisher rare. They're best ever, hands down. Should we take a break real quick? Yeah. Well, we're back. Slight little break, and we just wanted to finish up the show with our buddy Ed. Hey, Ed, thanks for coming on with us, man. And I think we need to have you again. I think doing an hour and a half show would be better served again, because I think you got lots of beer to talk about and now you kind of get what we're all about so i'd love to have you back on if you come back for sure definitely just let me know where when. can people find you uh i'm on twitter at scruffy ed b <laughs> yeah he's scruffy ed b and the podcast is i think scruffy at scruffy podcast i think yeah i need to check the show out i feel bad i haven't checked it out yeah it's all right it's like the same stuff you do so it's like hard for me to listen to other Star Wars podcasts, and I love the people that are on the shows, but it's just like, fuck, my co-hosts are on other shows, and I don't listen to them. There's so many. Yep. We should just do this. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll just talk. It's more fun to talk in person anyway, and hopefully next year in America. Yeah, this was you know really fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Anytime. Anytime. Josh, where can we reach you? I'm on Twitter at uh, Josh Tuck Nelson. Uh, and uh, in our Instagram is uh, Stranger Stranger Brews Pod at Instagram. Dallas, what about you? And at Stranger Bra- Brews Pod on Twitter. Oh yes, yes, and, and on Gmail as well. Stranger Brews Pod at Gmail Email us, please. Questions. We want questions from and you. You can reach me. Yeah, we want to talk about your favorite beers. Like, when you watch the Solo trailer and you see Lando in his luscious fur coat, what beer would he be drinking other than Colt 45? <laughs> because he's not Billy D. Williams. So what's Donald Glover's alcohol campaign? Can I make one comment on that? Yeah. Yeah, um, go ahead. Everyone's looking forward to Lando, which I agree. He's going to be fucking badass and I want to see it. But I'm kind of like... I want to see what Woody Harrelson does. I'm really getting hyped on him. Oh, me too, man. I'm hyped on this whole movie. I've been on board ever since Ron Howard was announced. I, I was on board with Donald Glover yep. from day one. And Amelia Clark, And Woody Harrelson. I didn't know anything about Alden Ehrenreich. Now that I've seen a trailer, I'm on board. His voice is great. I don't care what anybody says. I think it's. I think it's. I'm, perfect. I'm not saying we're not talking about it. I'm not saying anything. You can listen to what I have to say tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna make one comment. Yes. I think Woody Harrelson's character Beckett should sound more like the Han Solo we know than Alden. 
That would be cool. Because he's his mentor. I also like uh, Woody Harrelson as a mentor in Zombieland, for the record. I love it. Kill of the Week. It's the best idea for a zombie movie ever. Hunger Games. <laughs> That's true. He was great in that, too, by the way. I hope, well, he's, I hope he's drunk in this. Anyway. <laughs> well, we will wrap this up. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you all. From the Great White North. Especially Ed, he's the closest now out of all of us. We're out.